Welcome, Bear Nation, to another episode of the U-Pike Men's Basketball Podcast. My name is Gary Justice, and I'll be your host. This week, we talk with the head coach, Todd Compton, talks about last week's games, where the Bears went one and one against Life University and Tennessee Southern, and also we'll preview this week's games being played at the Appalachian Wireless Arena. Also this week, I caught up with Bears basketball alum, Brad Schmidt, he talks about his path to the University of Pikeville and is what he's doing on campus, making a difference with his club, Honest Athletes. Great episode. Stay tuned. Coach Compton, welcome to UPike Men's Basketball Podcast. Hey, Gary. How are you? I'm doing fine. I always look forward to our weekly chats, Coach, to recap some games and some previews, some games as well. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Well, Coach, let's go back to Thursday, September the 2nd. You took the Bears. You guys traveled down to Marietta, Georgia to take on the Life Running Eagles. And you got the Bears coming out victorious 83-71. Tell us a little bit about the game. Yeah, we uh, you know we knew that was going to be a tough game on the road, as, as all of them are. And, um, you know, Life being one of our longer trips. Um we, we came out and played well to start the game. We, we really defended well and did a great job of handling their pressure and, um, you know, built a, a big lead at halftime. And, and, you know, moving into the second half, we knew there was going to be a run. We knew they would be uh, competitive and, and uh, fight back at home. And, and sure enough, they did. You know, we, we had a little bit of foul trouble down the stretch. Um, I think they called, you know, something like 18 fouls on us in the second half, which was, was – one of the wilder halves of, of foul calling that I've ever been a part of, but nonetheless, we knew we knew we were going to have to be uh, significantly better than them to get out of there with a road win. And luckily, we did enough to uh, to come out with a double digit win and uh, in a tough place to play. Well, coach, you know the Bears. You guys took a thirty nine twenty three lead into halftime, and then the second half, lot come out forty eight forty four. And like you talked about, life is a tough place to play. A lot of athletes on that team. They like it down the floor, and then also it was a little bit of a foul fest there where it's got a little bit tighter whistle, but, you know, the team overcame some adversity and battled through it to coach and got the, got the win. Sure, you know, and, and defensively, you know, and rebounding, we did a great job. We I think we held them for the game something like 33% from the field and 17% from the three-point line. So we did a great job defensively and, and controlling the glass, and, uh, you know, th- those are two things that we talk about, you know, always traveling with us is our defense and rebounding, and, um, they were enough to carry our office just did just enough to uh, to carry us to a win. Uh, then the, the Bears out out rebound the running Eagles 41-34 on December 2nd. Coach, really a balanced offensive attack that night on Thursday with four players being in double figures. Darius Love was 16, Corbin Spencer was 16, Kenyon Dooling with 15, and Jacob Brown with 10. And then also you throw in Maurice Dixon with nine, with nine, and Bishop had eight. That's you got seven players. With eight points above, that's a balance attack, Coach. Yeah, we we share the ball. We're we're willing passers and, and willing sharers while we're out there. And and life's style of play, you know, they're they're pressing you for forty minutes, full court, man to man. They're running, jump, trapping you from from so many different areas, and and just trying to create tempo, trying to create uh, pressure that way. That uh, you know, everyone's going to get an opportunity in a game like that with a system like that. You just never know whose man's going to be the one peeling off the trap and where the pressure is going to be coming from. So. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on our guys to, to be ready to be available and, uh, you know, be ready when your number's called in that possession just because you never really know where the pressure's going to come from and where the opening may be. 
Coach Darius Love uh, turning another double 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 for you on the season. Sixteen points, eleven rebounds. We just talked about Corbin Spencer continues all around good play for the Bears this season. Sixteen points, four rebounds, four assists. And Kenyon Dooling had fifteen points, six rebounds. I mean, sorry, six rebounds. He has some four assists. And coach, something that I've noted here through the box scores, he had three players with four assists. Love, Spencer, and Dooling as well. The Bears end up with seventeen for the game. That's called sharing the basketball. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think when we're really locked in to, to play in the way that we practice playing and the way that we talk about wanting to play offensively, uh, I think our assist numbers are something that um, that you'll see go up, and I, and I think those are also our lower turnover games when we uh, when we're really playing the way that we want to play and we're really locked in and dialed in, and uh, you know we we preach trying to score at the rim and uh, you know living in the paint, playing off two feet in the paint, and uh, you know driving every drive to score. But you know obviously you know recognizing the advantage offensively, and and when we get two guys guarding the ball, just making the the next right play, finding the the next open man, and. Uh, you know, either either knocking down a shot or keeping the advantage and, and doing it all over again. So uh, we don't try to overcomplicate the way we play. We, we just try to find advantages and, and keep advantages, and, and hopefully that leads to good shots for us. And, and our guys have bought into that and, and understand that we have to be unselfish for that style of play to work offensively. So the Bears moved to 8-0 and 3-0 in conference after the win uh, in Marietta. So then on uh... – on Friday, you travel on down to Pulaski, Tennessee, to take on Tennessee Southern. This to take on Tennessee Southern, who come in the game. They were six and three, and uh, two and one in the Mid South Conference. And coach, the Bears they drop a nail biter, sixty three, sixty two, tied up at halftime, twenty six, twenty six, and UT Southern come out with scored thirty seven in the second half. Six close game on the road. Yeah, and and again, you know, we we kind of know what to expect on on that swing on the road. You you know that you've got to go in and you've got to be better than them, and and you've got to give yourself a little bit of a cushion to feel good about it down the stretch. And you know, we didn't do enough offensively to do that. Um, you know, credit Martin Methodist; they made us uncomfortable uh, with their defense. And and again, our defense and our, our rebounding overall, um, you know, didn't disappoint. You know, we we held them to to low sixties and. Uh, you know, they, they had some guys that, that kind of careered it a little bit from three and, and shot well above their season averages for th- from three. And, and that gave them a little bit of the boost that they needed to to kind of keep up with us a little bit. But, um, you know, our offense kind of kind of let us down. Our execution wasn't where it needed to be in that game. And, uh, you know, we, we fought that at times throughout different games this year to where we had stretches and lulls of, of just uh, lack of execution. And, and we really – uh, we have been able to find the right five to put out there and, and really correct the the mistakes up to this point. And, and we had a tough time doing that on Saturday. We just we couldn't find that right right five guys to, to put out there on the floor to, to get the execution where we needed to get it to. And um, and it showed, you know, we we pride ourselves on getting to the paint and, uh, you know, we keep what we call a hard chart. And how many times we we have two feet in the ball in the paint, how many times we allow the ball and two feet to get into the paint. And, um, you know, I think we only had 33 uh, heart touches in, in that Saturday game and I think that's almost 30 percent less than the lowest amount we've had in any other game uh, regular season this year so uh, we weren't as aggressive as we needed to be and, and that obviously made things tougher on the offensive end and uh, anytime you let it go down to the last possession of the final seconds on the road um, you know you, you put yourself at a disadvantage and unfortunately this time we weren't able to come out with a win. So the Bears have two players in double figures Tavon Horton with 16 points nine rebounds 
then Kenyon Dooling, his second straight double-figure outing with 10 points and two rebounds and added an assist. And, Coach, also you talked about uh, the defense of UNO to glass when you're on. Uh, the Bears out-rebound uh, Tennessee Southern 33-24. So talk a little bit about uh, Horton and then Dooling, then also a little bit about that rebounding advantage of 33-34 over Tennessee Southern. Yeah, those guys really played well, um, you know, offensively and defensively, really. Tavon hit a couple huge shots for us there, uh, and Kenyon did a great job of, of taking care of the basketball and then kind of helping Corbin as a secondary ball handler. But, uh, again, you know, our defense and our rebounding, you know, we always feel like we're going to have a chance and we're going to be in the in the thick of it if we can defend and rebound at a high level. And, um, you know, I think we did that. You know, UT Southern is a, a really explosive offensive team. They're not really deep, but the guys that they play are really good. And, um, you know, they had had a, they had had a, a good stretch in our league. You know, they, they won at Shawnee state. They lost in overtime in a nail biter to Thomas Moore, um, who also has just, uh, has had a great season, a great start to the year so far. Um, and then, you know, uh, beat a Cumberland's team at home on Thursday, uh, in another close game. So they played really well against really good teams and, um, you know, again, just our offense let us down a little bit for the first time in a while. And, um, you know, we were back in the practice gym today uh, kind of correcting some of those things, trying to get some of the aggression back that we felt like we lost Saturday. And, um, you know, hopefully hopefully we can see the, the fruits of that labor come out this coming week. So the Bears moved to 8-1, and 3-1 and in the conference. And then Tennessee Southern go to 7-3 and three overall. And they moved to 3-1 and one in the conference as well. So, Coach? This week, you guys jumped back out of Mid-South Conference action for two more games. On Wednesday at the Appalachian Wireless Arena, you guys will be taking on the Kentucky Christian Knights. What can you tell us about Kentucky Christian? Yeah, KCU's had a, a little bit of an up-and-down year so far. They're, they're uh, really, really talented. You know, they've got two players that are, are really producing at a high level. Uh, one of their guards, Courtney Ware, is, is going to be as good of a player as we see this entire year at any level. So, um you know they've they've had some struggles at times uh, against some NAIA teams, but then they'll turn around and you know they just played Radford University, the NCAA Division One institution, to a, a single digit game on the road uh, a week ago. So uh, they've been a little up and down. They're very dangerous. They're very high octane. They'll they'll really they have an ability to really score the ball and put points on the board. So um, you know we're going to have our hands full on Wednesday, and, and we're going to need to come out and, and again bring our defense and rebounding to the table. So this will be the only the third matchup in history between the Bears and the Knights. It'll be the first game since 2018. The Bears are 2-0 and uh, versus the Knights. And then, Coach, um, then on Saturday, you'll jump over to the University of Pikeville Gymnasium and be taking on Fisk University. Do you know much about Fisk? Yeah, Fisk has had a, a, a tough go of it. You know, they've – they, um, you know, have lost several, several closer games uh, to start the year and – uh, seems like they're always right there somewhere in that eight points to, to 12 point range. And they're always super competitive and, and the game can really go either way until late in the second half. And, and teams have found a way for the most part to pull away. So uh, another very dangerous game in the non-conference, uh, you know, if we don't come in ready to play um, a team that's led by uh, you know former number two draft pick and, and NBA star Kenny Anderson, uh, they, they have great leadership, great coaching, um, you know, it's going to be exciting to, to have them here on campus. And, uh, you know, they really like to get after it, like to, uh, to play a, a very up-tempo, fast style of play as well. Um, so 
you know, this week is is really going to be about our defending and rebounding again. I know that kind of kind has been the theme of everything we've talked about, but uh, you know, I, I think our success goes with our defense and with our rebounding, and um, you know, I, I think that our offense will be consistent enough to give us a chance as long as we're able to keep teams out of the paint and uh, keep them off the glass. Well, Coach, uh, the last question week's podcast: How's the health wise for the Bears? Yeah, we're we're you know we're a little banged up. We we've been a little banged up, and we've got some guys that have been fighting through some things. You know, Corbin Spencer's been uh, a trooper fighting through uh, some injuries, and, and Tavon Horton is is battling some things that he had to deal with last week and have carried over to this week injury wise. And uh, you know, we, you've got the everyday, you know, just spur of the moment kind of things. You know, we, we've had guys this week already, you know, have to go get root canals and, and miss a day of practice. We've had a couple of head colds and miss practice. So. Um, just, just the everyday things that we're fighting, but, uh, so far so good. Everybody's found a way to battle through and, uh, be prepared for game day. And uh, I wouldn't expect it to be any different on Wednesday. Well, coach, we definitely appreciate your time, appreciate your time and looking forward to speaking with you next week on the podcast. And hopefully the bears will be uh, 10 and one next time we speak. Absolutely. Gary. That's the goal. We, we know we have our hands full, but, uh, you know, we'll come out we'll compete and, uh, we'll see, see where the chips fall. Appreciate your time, Coach, and best of luck. Thanks, Gary. Brady Smith. Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem, Brady. Hey, real quick, man, as far as I've been excited about this conversation with you, and I know the listeners are going to have a good time learning a little bit more about Brady Schmidt. You're a path the University of Pikeville, but also what you're doing with Honest Athletes up on campus as well, Brady. So let's start off. Tell us about your path to the University of Pikeville. Uh, yeah, um, my path here was definitely a little bit different than uh, usual uh, basketball players, I'd say. Um, I only played basketball my senior year of high school, so I wasn't really on a whole lot of radars. I wasn't really – I didn't really have any offers. And um, when I graduated high school, I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to do. Um, I ended up going to the University of Louisville when, honestly, I probably really wasn't ready to go to school, to go to college. Um, I actually only went one semester. I had a 1.4 GPA, and, you know, I was, I was kind of lost, didn't really know what to do. And uh, I remember calling up my high school basketball coach and, you know, just talking to him, talking to him about life. And I mentioned about how, you know, I'd like to – if it was still possible to play college basketball and you know he was just really supportive and he found me a couple a couple camps to go to in Louisville and I went to two of those and luckily uh coach Faulkner found me and uh he recruited me to play JV here and I, I played JV my uh first semester at UPike until I was uh called up. That's awesome Brady so you made the decision to catch up with coach Faulkner at the camp and you make the trek down from Louisville down to Pikeville and you become a bear wearing that orange and black and you're going to class. Describe your experience playing basketball at U Pike, Brady. Um, my experience was amazing, honestly. Um, I really don't think you can find a better program than the U Pike basketball program. Um, obviously, you know, we won a lot of games, which was always great and fun. But even beyond that, just the rela- relationships that you build, you know, the relationships I have with the coaches still, 
and just all the, all the teammates I had over the years is just second to none, something that, you know, I always cherish. And one of the big things for me is, um, you know, the coaches here, they, they want to win. They're, they do everything they can to win. And obviously, I mean, that shows with, you know, their past and everything. But, you know, they, they care about you as men. And I can honestly say that I've, my four years here, I became a better basketball player of year, but a better person as well. And that's something that, you know, I think is very important when you're looking into playing college sports. You know, Brady, I know where this is a men's basketball podcast. I realized that. But you also spent a, um, a season on the baseball diamond for the baseball Bears as well. Yeah, so that that was actually kind of funny just because, you know, if if you knew me in undergrad, you know, I was always around baseball players. And honestly, some of my teammates uh, during basketball kind of gave me a hard time. Like, man, why are you always uh, hanging out with baseball players, this and that? You're a basketball player. But, you know, I, the, the, some of the baseball guys I met in my undergrad years were some of my best friends. They always tried to get me to play baseball. And obviously, you know, I, I loved basketball and I was committed to that. But then, you know, when I when I graduated and I was looking to get my master's and I had a year of eligibility for baseball, I mean, it was just something that I couldn't pass up. And, you know, all my all my baseball friends gave me a hard time, like, oh, you choose to, to play baseball now that we left. But, yeah, the year of baseball was great. Just all the guys I met, all the relationships I met, I wouldn't trade it for anything. You know, Brady, that um, uh, I'm sorry to hear that you had that semester like you had at Louisville, but also I'm very happy that you went to that camp during the workout camp during the summer where coach Faulkner saw you because you've made quite an impact on campus whether it be on the basketball court or on the baseball people know who Brady Schmidt is in a positive light now to my question so you started a club on campus called honest athletes can you tell us a little bit more about that club uh yeah so um honest athletes is a uh mental health that I started on campus and uh, it all started uh, during my years here you know I, I, I went through mental health issues I, I struggled with them heavily at times and you know my thing was I always felt like I was alone and you know there's that stigma surrounding mental health especially with athletes around you know you can't show your weakness you don't you don't want to show that you're you're weak to anybody else because that's that's just how it feels when you're going through it so um Around last year, um, I went and had a conversation with Rob Music, and he kind of had the idea of me telling my story and writing my story and sharing it on social media. So I did that, and the the feedback and everything I got and all the love was just was just amazing. And I even had some other people open up to me about how they kind of struggled with it, and it made me, me sharing my story made me feel better. So I kind of had the idea, well, I want other athletes to have that chance because I know I'm not alone. You know, me sharing my story helped me realize, you know, I'm not weak. Nobody thinks I'm weak for it. So, you know, I started a a blog, which is how Honest Athletes started, where other athletes can go share their stories. We've had a couple former athletes at UPike share their stories, a current athlete. And um, that has grown into actually having – meetings every Tuesday on campus where athletes can just get together and just, just, you know, talk, talk about what they go through, learn from other people's experiences and kind of learn as we go. You know, Brady, that's something, um, took a lot of courage 
to do that as well. And uh, I think there's been a lot of people on campus is glad you did because a lot of people has, um, who come forward, you know, can come the honest athletes as a club is growing on campus at the university of Pikeville. Half of our students are involved in, in sports some way, somehow. And it can be a very mentally challenging thing. And there is that stigma that you talked about how you can't show your weakness. You got to, t- and that's not true. And I really think honest athletes, has been a blessing, uh, Brady. I know you did it just kind of sharing your feelings, but there have been a lot of other people who are in a much better place now, Brady, because you stepped out on that ledge and took that chance. Yeah, and that's the goal is just to, to help as many people as possible. And, you know, I've had a lot of people that have um, helped me with Honest Athletes, and I know you had a check on here for one of the podcasts, and uh, he's been huge in helping with Honest Athletes. And, you know, just thinking back to my time, you know, going through it and feeling alone. I mean, I had a teammate right there that was that was willing to help. So just trying to let other athletes feel that. Well, Brady, I, I'm man. Every time I get to see you on campus, it always makes my day better. Um, I'm very proud of what you're doing. And you've already graduated undergrad. And what de- what degree did you get undergraduate? Uh, sports management. Sports management. Now also. You're a very accomplished young man. You're a trained scholar. You'll be completing your master's in May. Is that correct? Uh, yes. And so what is your master's going to be in? Uh, business, MBA. Wonderful. So what is the plans for Brady Schmidt after May? When it comes up, you got your master's complete, got your undergrad done. You have your MBA completed as well, too. What's the plans for Brady Schmidt? Um, I don't have anything set in stone at the moment, but I would like to uh, have a job, you know, lined up for when I when I do graduate so I can get straight into starting my career off and, you know, just use my degree and hopefully uh, continue to stay involved with Honest Athletes here on campus and hopefully growing it to other campus campuses and just helping as many athletes as possible. Well, Brady, there's a saying. I've been around the University of Pike too. As a student, an employee, um, I also come back, got my master's, and then also, of course, my son Kevin goes to the University of Pikeville, too. And they've been a saying is, once you're a bear, you're always a bear. So even yeah. after graduation, you don't have to leave, so you still be making those impacts. And, and I know great things ahead for you, Brady. You're definitely a problem solver, and but also you're a servant leader, man. And you, you see people on campus and – you're not afraid to say say hello and check on people, and you understand. And now you're willing to walk on that journey with anybody who needs somebody to walk by their side. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Well, Brady, man, time, and hope I'll be seeing you soon. Yep. Thank you for having me. Oh, see you, Brady. Go Bears. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bear Nation, for listening to this week's podcast of the Pike men's basketball team. Special thanks goes out to the head coach, Todd Compton, for his appearance, and Bears basketball alum, Brady Schmidt, for his appearance on the podcast as well. Reminder, for Wednesdays and Saturday's game, if you can't make it out to the Appalachian Wireless Arena on Wednesday or the University of Pikeville Gymnasium on Saturday, you can catch both those games streamed live and free on the U-Pike Sports Network, presented by 
Appalachian Wireless. Go to www.upikebears.com, click watch live, select the basketball game, and keep up with the Bears and cheer them on from home if you can. Hope everybody has a great time. Cheer on the Bears. And always remember, it's a great day to be a Bear.